0: Hello, this is Eric Schultz for Jersey Arts, the podcast. I'm in Princeton today, joined by Richard Russell in his second season as General Director of Opera, New Jersey. The company's summer season features Rossini's Barber of Seville on July 9th, 17th, and 23rd, and performances of Giancarlo Menotti's The Consul on July 16th and 24th. Richard, this is the 60th anniversary of The Consul, of its first performance, Tell me about your production and tell me what makes this such a powerful and dramatic opera.
1: Well, I think first of all when you start with the story, which is a story of a desperate couple trying to leave the country, running against the bureaucracy of the consulate in in difficulties in obtaining a visa. And at every turn, they seem to be thwarted. They're followed by the secret police. And ultimately, um, they give up to despair. Um, it, the soprano role of Magda Sorel is one of the most dramatic, I think, in the repertoire. And this, this really um, fabulous work, which is... Extremely poignant, very dramatic, beautifully written, um, and was for a time very, very popular. One of the most successful works. It was performed in, I think, something like 20 countries within just a few years of its premiere. So it really is, I think, uh, an incredible piece and one that's not performed as often as it should be now.
0: And it's set in Eastern Europe, so it's very much a
1: reflection of its time, isn't it? Well, what's really interesting about it is the composer says, uh, a European country. It doesn't say Eastern Europe. Now, one assumes, it. this is 1950 when it was premiered, and it's um, it's very much the story of fighting against a totalitarian state. So one assumes it's a communist country, but really I think it has a timelessness. And these days, given what's gone on in the Middle East, I think uh, a lot of people can uh, relate with the fighting against the totalitarian or, or authoritarian governments and, and oppression.
0: Tell me about Minotti's musical style. Why did he become so amazingly popular in the mid-20th century?
1: Minotti, I think, synthesized the dramatic and the musical in a a beautiful way. Um, This work was premiered on Broadway. It was not premiered in an opera house, and I think that brings a certain intimacy to it. The music is this wonderful combination of really broad, luscious melodies along with... um, Areas of dissonance, and certainly, which underlines the dramatic situation. He doesn't use it for dissonance for dissonance' sake, but really to underline the dramatic tension. There's some great themes, but great melodies. You know, you think about um, some of these uh, works that you, you people say, well, I didn't go out humming a tune. You very well might go out humming a tune. There's one tune in this opera that actually sticks in my mind an awful lot, but it's also also at the service of the drama. And uh, it's a really powerful story. It's a really... Um, a great, I think, topic to to talk about. Even today, immigration is still a, a hot button topic. So I think um, I think people will relate to it. And Manati had a
0: connection to this region of the country, although he was born in Italy, wasn't he?
1: He was born in Italy but came in his teens uh, to Philadelphia to the Curtis Institute, and that's where he studied, and that's where he met his life partner, Samuel Barber. So he he settled in the United States, and really interesting, I think he came to the U.S. when he was, I I think it was 16 or 17, not speaking any English. And by the time that this opera was premiered in 1950, he was writing the librettos of his operas in English, and I think very effectively. Um, what some people don't know is that this opera actually as a, began as a screenplay for MGM. He had a contract to write screenplays for MGM. They didn't make any of them, but um, that's where this started. That's
0: very interesting. I had no idea he was writing movie screenplays. Is there a song from the opera you would like to play?
1: Yeah, I Magda Sorrell's aria at the end of the second act where she is finally so desperate uh, after having been rebuffed by the secretary uh, and she sings this beautiful aria to This We've Come which is dramatic and poignant and, and desperate and I think it's one of the great arias in English for soprano.
0: this music is so intense. Now, the other fully staged opera you're doing this summer is completely different.
1: Well, Rossini's The Barber of Seville, probably opera's favorite comedy. Um, Certainly, uh, it is one that is familiar to many, many people, including Bugs Bunny. I think think it's one of the great works of of the Western canon.
0: Well, is it challenging to stage such a well-known work?
1: Well, I think it is. I think uh a lot of people have preconceptions about these operas and we tried to take it um afresh. We do have a cast that has many of whom have done this work before, but the director is is taking a wonderfully light and uh and uh, bubbly approach to it. I think the cast is approaching it all um from uh a like as if it were a new production for them for which it is we're doing something I think interesting is that most of the music we very often operas like this are cut where, where we trim sections of it, and we 're doing it actually almost complete, um which is a challenge for some of our singers because some of the some there's some music in here that they 've never sung before so um i think it I think it works very well, and i 'm really glad that we're doing it, and I think um they're having a great time with it, and I think the audience will too. So there'll be something new for the Princeton and New Jersey audiences. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. There's a great Tanner Aria in the last act that for many, many years was never heard. You hear it a little more nowadays um, because they have great virtuoso tenors like Juan Diego Flores, um, but most regional companies leave it out. Well, we're doing it because we have a tenor who can. We have a wonderful young tenor named Hak Soo Kim who um, who is brand new on the scene, and I think he's going to do a fabulous job with it. So I'm very excited about that.
0: Is there an excerpt from The Barber of Seville you'd like to play?
1: Well, probably the most famous is uh, Figueroa aria Largo al Factotum, which is where he enters and tells everybody why he's the most indispensable man in town. Largo al Factotum La la la
0: la 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 la! la 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 la! Now, also on the bill this summer at Opera New Jersey is a completely new work, but it's not being done as a completely staged performance, correct?
1: It's called a staged reading, uh, which means that the singers have been working on it and it's sung with piano. They, they will be acting out. It has been directed. Um, they'll have minimal scenery, minimal costumes. They very well may have um, their scores on music stands at some point, but they will be acting out the work. Uh, it's, it's a new work that's being birthed by American Opera Projects, which is uh, 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 an organization that's based in Brooklyn that workshops new work, and it's a new partnership for us. And it's by a, a, an American composer by the name of Thomas Positieri. And who is very well known wrote a number of great operas, The Seagull, Washington Square, that had a great currency in the the late '70s, early '80s. He hadn't um, he hasn't had uh, a lot of new works recently, but he's begun doing some some new work, uh, which is very exciting. He just did a new opera uh, that was premiered in New York this past uh, winter, which was a sequel to A Christmas Carol, and uh, this work is a new work that's being written for two really wonderful uh, sopranos. Really really great stars, Catherine Malfitano and Lauren Flanagan, and they're going to be here performing it for us. And it's called The Family Room. What's it about? It's a very dark story um and it's two sisters who are living in the family room of the house and it's um it's uh I have only heard snippets of it and I um I'm very excited to learn more about it but I have uh, great um confidence with this with the American Opera Projects and of course these great artists in doing this this wonderful work
0: well it sounds like a great summer season I for one plan to catch all the productions
1: I'm very excited about it. This is, um, this is my first season that I've programmed, and uh, we're doing some things a little differently than we have in the past. We are um, The console is, is, is kind of a new kind of work for us to be doing. Um, we have done new opera workshops before, but to have something on this level I'm very excited about. And we're doing a, a bunch of uh, concerts as well, just to fill out the, the schedule, which I think are going to be a lot of fun.
0: Richard Russell, thank you for chatting with us at Jersey Arts, the podcast.
1: Thank you very much.
0: For more information about Opera New Jersey's summer season or other arts events in New Jersey, visit jerseyarts.com. Jersey Arts, the podcast, is a production of State of the Arts. The New Jersey State Council on the Arts is proud to co-produce State of the Arts, the New Jersey State Council on the Arts, encouraging excellence in the arts since 1966. Additional support was provided by the Geraldine R. Dodge Foundation, supporting cultural, educational, and environmental initiatives that make our world more livable.